Welcome to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. Each week we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. And today we're talking to the parent of a nursery pupil, Alexander, and a year one pupil, Amelia. Claudia O'Neill explains why she and her family chose Hobridge School, the advice she'd offer to parents looking at schools for their children for the first time, and some of the benefits of a tight-knit parent community. Tracy Clark Sullivan takes us into that conversation, so come with us as we step inside now. I'm joined by Claudia O'Neill, whose son Alexander is in nursery and daughter Amelia is in year one. Claudia, you and your family are really right at the very beginning of your school life journey. What was it that made you decide that Hobridge was the right school for you all? There are a number of factors. When we started looking, Amelia was very young and uh, my husband and I both wanted similar things from a school, a large amount of outdoor space for the children to play uh, we're both from sporty backgrounds, so that was important to us that the, that the school facilities had uh, sporting fields on site. And we started off our first school we went to see was Hobridge. And we were, in truth, blown away with the facilities, uh, the welcome that we had from Mrs. Renfrew. She had been there for. 40 years I don't mean to, hmm. I think she'd been there 40 years she offered that air, uh, air of experience and confidence she spent a long time describing the ethos of the school but she said there's nothing like actually walking around and seeing the children and first impressions the pre-prep school had been recently rebuilt and was beautiful the facilities were incredible the children were happy and smiling and there were just so many things offered to children at such a young age, ranging from computers to art to drama to sport to languages. And then we walked across to the the prep school and met the headmaster there, who again showed us round. And we were incredibly impressed with the maturity of the children, but once again, very confident and happy and thought, well, this is fantastic. And we could have stopped there. Um, and I was happy to just say, I think we, this is, we found the right school. It was my husband who actually said, I think we need to go and look at another one. And it was interesting in, in doing so, it was a super other school we went to see, but it just didn't have, the, I didn't come away with the same gut feeling. And so was very, very confident in, in thinking that we'd made the right decision with Hobridge. And then on top of that, they offer, and I'm not sure if they do with the COVID situation at the moment, but we were able to attend what are called toddler teas. So I took both Amelia and Alexander on Mondays, not every Monday, but five or so before they joined Hobridge School. And they were able to play with other children who were going to be joining the school in the nursery department. And it was so lovely to see the the facilities, the things that the toys and the and, and the um all the various activities that they bring out and there's very much free play and the children were able to move around the room and it was so lovely to see that but also to meet the teachers so I got to know the four teachers Melissa, Annabelle, Anna and Julianne before Amelia joined and actually on the day that they invite the children to have a sort of welcome they say right now parents it's time for you to move into the the hall to go and get the school uniform and Amelia didn't even look back and I think that's a real true sign that she was completely happy and Alexander was the same they just ran into school and didn't look back again it just reinforced that we'd made the right decision Mm, because that day is a big day I think it's more for the parents than the children isn't it you don't want them to look back yeah I kind of want them to look back (laughs) and I think the biggest dread is that that they start crying and you know you think oh and that's and I know they I know they stopped crying 
very quickly um and they and the teachers so honestly they're happy but you, you, as a parent you don't want to see your children upset and and to be able to run literally run into school and come out smiling it, it just cements that you've made the right decision and it is a big decision and that's presumably continued now with your children still running into school every day Yes, they are. And, and it, it's the small things. Mrs. Renfrew did this and now with Miss Willis standing outside school and welcoming the children every day. Lovely touch in terms of she's interested in to know what the children have been doing at the weekend. And I think it's wonderful that the children grow in their confidence in speaking to adults. Um, Alexander is slightly more nervous and shy than Amelia. Amelia's more confident in that respect. But it, it is helping Alexander's confidence looking up to Miss Willis daily or every other day and telling her something that's happened in his life and Mr Webster's been out also quite recently and again it's lovely to see the children going up to them and speaking to adults and not being intimidated because I mean even as an adult you know there are times when you are shy and I think it's wonderful that from an early age they're encouraged to be confident and treat everyone the same and speak to people in the same way as you would if they were a peer. It's interesting, actually, having spoken to Mr Webster, how much he loves that moment, you know, from the other side of it. He really loves meeting the children in the morning and greeting them. So it's it's nice to hear both sides, actually. So if you were giving advice to other parents about the investigations you should make, you sort of take, take us through the process that you went through before you actually went to Hobridge and had a look. I would My advice would be to anyone is to, it's not too early to start. Um, I don't think, I don't know if there is a correct time that you should should start looking. I know plenty of people have joined the school sort of um, because they've moved out of London and therefore perhaps they've only started looking around our area for schools the term before. But we did start early. I think it was something that we start, it, 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 We thought, well, why not start looking in truth? Amelia was, I think, 18 months old and Hobridge had such a wonderful feel that we, we knew in our hearts that it was the right school, so we put her name down. So my advice would be, if you were thinking about it, it's not too early to start. To be aligned with your partner in terms of what's important, James and I were very keen that the school had a lot of outdoor space, the facilities that are offered. Like I said before, I, I, James and I from sporty backgrounds, but James is also very musical. Languages weren't something that I was particularly strong at. So it, when you, you see a school and it offers these things, you it, it's reassuring and you want to give your children the best opportunities, and, but also uh, to give them, yes, the opportunities to to try things and hopefully be an all-rounder, but not every, you know, not everything's, they're going to be good at everything, but give them the opportunity to try different things. I think gut feeling is, is an amazing thing, a little bit like when you go around a house, you get that feeling. I couldn't pinpoint one thing to Hobridge. It's, it's a number of things, the smiling children, the friendly staff, the amazing facilities, um, incredibly confident headmistress and, and now even with Miss Willis even though she's she's been here less time you, you, you feel it's a safe pair of hands and yeah do do look at more than one school because I think that's also just helps cement your decision uh, and that's what I certainly did and I was able to very confidently come away and think no I have made the right decision and lastly not one school's not right for all so just because it's right Hobridge is right for our children doesn't mean that there isn't another local school that might actually be better suited and you as a parent know what's what's right for your child but we're 100% very happy with our decision with Hobridge. A lot of talk is is about attainment and and what the children are going to achieve long term did did you look at that too did you look at statistics and tables? No I didn't we didn't 
get hung up on the statistics. It was uh, something that was important to us was uh, a mix of boys and girls. We we didn't know we could have a boy at the time. I don't think we'd had Alexander when we went around the school, but I was we were very keen that it was a fair sort of not exactly 50 50 but keen that there wasn't an outnumbered sort of five girls and if the class is 15 10 boys uh we're very fortunate that the both years is broadly 50 50 so that was important where the children end up yes we looked it was encouraging to read and see where the children go to after hobridge so i suppose that was an important factor but not that wasn't the driver now, <clears throat> there is a certain image of uh, independent schools, it has to be said, a little bit on the elitist side. What would you say to somebody who says, oh, it's all Range Rovers and Bentleys arriving at the gate and tipping their children out? Do, 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 have you any advice on that? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there is a spectrum. I'm sorry if that's what somebody thinks. That Of, of course, there are going to be some car, beautiful cars in the car park, but that's true of the state system as well. I wouldn't assume that independent schools that is that that's the norm it's not at all there's a real spectrum at the school and actually that was one of the things that um my sister's children attend the school and they're a bit older and she said to me it's so lovely claudia when you go it doesn't matter if i'm in my london work clothes or in my gym kit there's no judging there's there's no desperate need you just get dressed in the morning for what you're doing you don't need to worry about what people think and certainly you don't feel that you're being judged whether you're a like I said, someone in your gym kit or somebody who's ready to get on the train to London. Because presumably these days, parents can work jolly hard to be able to send their, their child to an independent school and and some just don't need to work as hard. So it is a mixture, isn't it? It is. It is. And um, I would say that's very true of Hobridge. There is a, there is a real spectrum. But I, I, don't, I don't feel it's a school that it, people don't think about it. Uh, or they, it's certainly not something that's discussed. It's all about the children and happy children. And something I've not mentioned is that there's an incredibly strong parent community. I was very fortunate to be asked to be a rep when Amelia was in the nursery. And there were four mothers, happened to be mothers, um, in that year group. And we have formed a a very strong friendship. And on the back of that, we've, we've met other parents. And I count myself very lucky for the people we've met we have play dates with the children, but also the parents get on very well as well, which is lovely. Birthday parties are good fun because parents typically hang around with the children at the age that they are. And it's very sociable. And I feel very lucky that you meet people who are like-minded and good fun. And yes, enjoy socialising and, and bringing children together after school for parties or play dates. Sounds like it's more than a school, really. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, I've got, I haven't got anything to compare it against, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I certainly wouldn't want to move out of the area all the time. The children at Hobridge. So, when Amelia comes home, does she has a fa- does she have a favourite place? I love asking the children. Do they have a favourite place in the school? Place they love going to? It's a good question for Amelia. I know Alexander loves the big red bus in the playground. <laughs> uh, the meadow, the meadow seems to feature a lot. The running track this term is being well used for sport, practicing for sports day. There's also going to be um, in September, there's something called the Surrey Half Marathon, which is for adults. And then they do a children's two kilometre run. And the school are encouraging the children to do that run. And Miss Willis runs a Friday running club. A large number of the pupils on a Friday afternoon after school are running around the track. 
so the the athletics field is being mentioned a lot which is just healthy and lovely to see all the children running and being back together again after so much home learning yeah how was that it was amazing I'm very fortunate I don't work so I was able to focus on Amelia's home learning. Alexander was um, in nursery, so amazingly the school were able to take Alexander. So I'm very fortunate and I I, I don't take that for granted. A lot of parents were juggling, working, um, having, say, two parents at home, more than two children on devices. (laughs) and, And there's so much of it requires computers and laptops and things. The school were brilliant in terms of providing um, structured learning. In the morning, there would always be a, a Zoom call. Well, there'd be two assemblies for Miss Willis in the week and then a, a morning connect with the teacher, setting out what was to be done during the day. And then at three o'clock, a story again with the teacher. So no, for us, it was a very positive experience. But we, like I said, we were very fortunate that I was able to focus on Amelia and not have the distraction of more than one child. But obviously, Hobridge was able to still feel you, to make you all feel very included in the school. Absolutely. Um, yes, the, the assembly. I mean, there was so much online. It was lovely to see Amelia suddenly working her way around the laptop quicker than me. So there was so much online. Like I said, the morning register, the assemblies, you get to see all your friends. And it's interesting at that age, you think that they're actually going to talk to one another. They just want to see each other's faces and say, bye, <laughs> bye, 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 madly. But that was, it's it's a way of seeing, yeah, seeing your friends, I think, made it connected them. And they'd still have badge assembly and people get work of the week. So that was really important for them. And and then there were other things like Mrs. Gillespie's PE lesson or Mrs. McIntosh's music. And they would be live sessions. So they'd see all their little friends playing a musical instrument that they've made out of, I can't remember what they made, a xylophone, I think out of loo roll and <laughs> different shapes, a bit of bit, bits of card, which was really effective. And then Miss, uh, Mrs. Gillespie's PE sessions, which was a bit like a Joe Wicks in your <laughs> sitting room. And the, yeah, that was... And then they could see all their friends doing the same thing, so that, that was re- yeah, really fun. I mean, I don't think I don't think they did the children any harm, but it was obviously lovely that they could return to school and be with their friends in person. Yeah. So if you were going to write a book, which was called "Handy Hints for Making the Lives mm-hmm. of Parents Easier," <laughs> what would your first hint be? I I, oh, I have a couple, so I'll talk sort of from an early age. Amelia was a premature baby, and um, I was told a lot of skin on skin was really important and I was worried that you could cuddle a baby too much and I was told by the midwife <laughs> you can't cuddle children too much, especially at this age. So I do stand by that. I think cuddling and attention and encouragement is really important. We try to speak to the children after school and ask them what they've done. Inevitably they're tired and you'll get, don't remember, don't know. Um, but sometimes, you know, you tease it out of them, they need some food often and then they're like, I did this today and I did that today and I think it's very important to find the time to listen and congratulate them. I love the fact that on a Friday the school give out star badges and courtesy badges and work of the week and they they make it very clear that it's it's representative of how well that child has done. It doesn't mean that they've done the best work for the whole out of that class that they've done the best piece of work. It means that they've done for them their best piece of work. All the children really buy into this and are really pleased, obviously, to, to get it and then come home and share it. And they then share that with, grand, we're fortunate, we've got our grandparents, their grandparents. And so they share that with the grandparents and cousins. And being able to congratulate your children is really important so that they, they grow as confident individuals. 
and then another bit of advice I think is happy parents is happy children. Um, I, I made the decision not to return to work. I'm very happy with that decision and therefore I'm able to focus on the children and I believe that they're happy children and as a result James my husband is happy too so it, it works for us but I accept that it, it's not that's not the sort of one mold fits all for some people work work is very important or a necessity you just I think do what makes you all happy and then hopefully from that you have happy children who do the best they can Sounds like they are all very happy. Is there sort of one thought that goes when you drive to pick them up or walk to pick them up? Is there is there one thought that goes through your head as you go through the, the gates of the school, as you go go to collect them? What's in your head? How do you feel? I think I'm very proud that we can send them to Hobridge. The, 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 the grounds and the facilities are beautiful. The parents are really friendly and smiley. Even if you don't know parents, you know them by face. They smile, they wave. The children run out and play tag and say, chase me. And you say, calm down, you can't be running around here. But they, <laughs> they are really happy children. It's a pleasure to pick them up. Sounds lovely. Well, thank you very much indeed for talking to me today. I've got a lovely picture. Sounds, uh, sounds like a wonderful <laughs> time with uh, both Alexander and oh. Amelia. And uh, I'm glad you feel proud. So thank you for talking to me today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. So that was Claudia O'Neill, parent of a nursery pupil, Alexander, and a year one pupil, Amelia. Thank you, Claudia, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It was fabulous to have you here. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with the school, just visit hobridgeschool.co.uk and the staff will always be happy to help you. And if you haven't followed this podcast channel yet, then now is the time to do so, because then when the next episode is released, you'll just get a small notification to let you know that it's there. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.